Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. You are listening to The Bird Calls. For more breakdowns on the Pelicans, including interviews with coaches, journalists, and opposing experts, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. What's up, Hells fans? Welcome to another episode of The Bird Calls. Today, we are previewing our playoff round matchup with the Portland Trailblazers. And this couldn't work out any better for me because I'm talking to my buddy from BlazersEdge.com, Steve DeWald. What's going on, friend? Hey, man. We're in the playoffs. Congratulations to to your fan base. Thank you very much, sir. And congratulations to yours. I'm sure you guys uh, expected this. You've been locked up in the three seed for probably about a month now, and you guys have been playing well all year long, and you made the the playoffs last year. I think you guys were a, a seventh seed against the Golden State Warriors. Is that right? Yes. We- I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Yeah, we kind of, the Nurkic trade was a little late last year, but after that, we were able to scrape into the playoffs, and we had we had the three seed locked down, but we like to make it interesting before the end of the year, so it was, <laughs> man, it was I, a wild ride the last week. Uh, we won't get into this, but I still can't believe that you guys managed to get a first-round pick with Nurkic for Mason Plumley. That blows my mind. But let's let's go ahead and talk about what you were just referring to, that game with the Utah Jazz. The Jazz seemingly had so much more to play for than Portland did last, last night. Last night, either way, you guys get to host New Orleans in round one. It's just a difference between the third seed and the fourth seed. And yet for the Jazz, the uh, stakes were a bit higher because even though it was only a difference between uh, a fifth seed or a third seed, uh, potentially, now they don't have the home court advantage over Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City does, of course. Why do you think Portland came out and fought so hard? And it kind of looked to me like Utah uh, kind of didn't care as much as Portland did. You know, it was really surprising. I, like you said, Portland knew at the time of the game that they were going to get home court advantage and the Pelicans no matter what. But I think Portland really needed this game to get kind of on the right track. I mean, with a four-game losing streak, I, I, you don't want to go into the playoffs with a five-game losing streak. You know, Lillard's coming off an injury. Ed Davis is coming off an injury. You have new guys in the rotation with Maurice Harkless missing time. So I, I think it was important for them to get right. And I think 
that three seed meant something to them. And I think winning the division, even though divisions are kind of pointless in the NBA now, I think, I think it meant something for this team. I think it meant something for the, the coaching staff and, and from the GM standpoint, I think it was, it was kind of a validation of what they, where they feel they fit in, in the Western conference hierarchy. Talk a bit more about that, that four game losing streak you guys uh, had coming into this. Of course, part of that is involved with Damian Lillard uh, flying home to see the birth of his son. Uh, that was one of the losses against the Memphis Grizzlies. But lo- losing four games in a row going into a postseason at any point can be alarming, specifically when you guys are so comfortably in that third position. Talk about what went wrong there and how you guys were able to bounce back last night. I think what, what was really surprising is some of the teams that they lost to, I think the Dallas game and then losing a game to Memphis is, is inexcusable at this point in the season when those teams are basically incentivized to lose to get a, a better lottery pick. So I, I think that was surprising. I think it came down to, to Lillard missing time. Ed Davis is crucial to that second unit because his offensive rebounds really create those second chance points that are just when that second unit isn't clicking, those points are crucial. And then I, I think this team is is adapting to Maurice Harkless's absence. Uh, Evan Turner has been slotted into that starting rotation, and he's one of those guys that really moves the ball well for that second unit. And, you know, it, it's kind of a combination of those three things. And I think there's there was a little bit of fatigue from that 13-game winning streak, too. I think near the end, and when that finally came over, there was a little bit of an emotional letdown from that. Talk a bit more about that, because that's something that I want to talk about. Uh, I'm, I'm talking on another couple of podcasts tonight, and that's something that I discussed with you uh, off the air. And one of the things that I wanted to mention was was hiding some of our rotational players, like a Rajon Rondo, like a Solomon Hill, who's not as adept offensively, Rajon Rondo, who's not as adept defensively at this point in his career. He's going to be uh, forced to chase guys like C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard on the perimeter. And we were talking last night about where we can possibly hide Rajon Rondo and Evan Turner being one of those candidates, Al Farouk Aminu being one of those candidates and one thing that works in the pelicans favor like you said is not having mo harkless out there if pelicans do have to cheat and they do have to help uh, other defenders having a guy in the corner who's so lethal like a mo harkless really helps what what has it done to your spacing not having a 42 percent three-point shooter out there at all times i mean it's it's really damaging especially when you combine it with alfred camino which i it was in a post i put put out today about how his shooting percentage from three-point has also declined significantly uh, along with Mo Harkless's absence. And so that just puts so much more pressure on this backcourt because now teams can load up and help on that pick and roll and they're not punished when open shooters are found on the perimeter. And that's just, it just really slows down Nurkic in the paint because those lanes aren't open and it really slows down Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum's ability to get good looks. And I mean, those guys can shoot contested shots, but when you're talking about dribbling through two guys, play after play after play, that really stacks up. And especially if you're looking through a seven game series in the playoffs. Definitely. Uh, the last time we faced you guys, March 27th, that 107-103 battle in which uh, Anthony Davis twisted his ankle. He still managed to get 36 points on the night. You guys had a terrific uh, showing, obviously, from Damian Lillard. That's something we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, of course, right after the game, he flew home to see the birth of his son. That didn't. Uh, that was pretty inconvenient for Pelicans fans. Mm-hmm. But another topic that I wanted to talk about was Yusuf Nurkic and Al Farouk Aminu. And I wanted to get your take on this because it's something that we talked about with Emeka Okafor in the game in the first eight minutes I thought he did a really good job of limiting uh 
the attacking of the glass of the Blazers, guys like Aminu and Nurkic, who really capitalized on, on that side of the floor. Of course, you guys are top 10 in both offensive and defensive rebounding. But he, he, he didn't play a lot on the night. He ended up with 14 minutes. And in the time that he was out, Anthony Davis moved over to center. You guys pretty much own the glass from then on, there on out. Did you see Anthony Davis at the center as an advantage for your team? I think when it comes to Nurkic, I think the centers that he struggles with are the guys that play fundamental post-basketball, and they're not really hunting for blocks or to make that big play. And I'm not saying Anthony Davis necessarily does that because he's a phenomenal defender, but he's definitely looking for those type of plays, whereas an Emeka Okafor is going to have proper footwork, and he's going to be in the right place, and he's going to box out properly. And even with the size disadvantage with Nurkic having to fight through stuff like that, he's not going to be able to get to the glass. And Ed Davis is a guy where if you're not in the right position, he's going to eat you alive down there. And that's something that I'm really wondering how it's going to transfer into this series, because that rebounding battle is so crucial for Portland in this series, because the number one way that Portland's going to be able to control the pace you guys play with is by controlling the rebounding, because I, I really don't. I mean, I, I mentioned on the last podcast that I think Portland would gladly get into a, to a run and shoot match with, with New Orleans, but I really don't think that's the case. I think they want to play their pace in this series. Wow, that is so interesting, and thank you for that uh, insight. That's something that we have been talking back and forth about for about three weeks now. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's, it's something that's that's quite new with the Pelicans. Of course, Nikola Meritich has been moved into the starting lineup five games ago now, and he's been terrific in his time on the floor, uh, averaging somewhere around 25 and 13 rebounds uh, per game in those five contests. He's been shooting a lot better ever since he shaved, uh, coincidentally. Uh, but with that being said, Emeka Okafor and Czech Diel have kind of found their way out of the lineup in this new playoff rotation that just features Darius Miller, Solomon Hill, and Ian Clark. And with that being the case, Miritich might be the guy who gets the call against guys like Al Farouk Aminu and Yusuf Nurkic. And he's somebody who likes to play out on the perimeter. He likes to take those three-point shots. How does Nurkic fare uh, guarding players out on the perimeter? It's it's not pretty. Um, Portland's defense really relies on on the ice style. So he's going to drop back on pick and rolls and just slide into the paint. And like last night against Utah, you really saw him. He had four blocks, but he altered a ton of shots. Like he made when Ricky Rubio and Donovan Mitchell's shots weren't going down from outside, you know, everybody had to come inside and those shots just weren't falling. Now I think spacing wise, I I think Portland's going to try. This is where missing Maurice Harkless is going to be a big issue. So where you could see a guy like Zach Collins play a little bit more for his defensive skill set because he's more equipped to, you know, sneak out onto the perimeter for to guard a guy like Nikola Miritich. Yeah, again, we're talking to Stephen DeWald. You guys can follow him at Steve D Hoops. We're kind of running out of time, but I definitely wanted to mention something. Steve, why don't you tell our listeners a bit about what you're doing today? So every year they do the, it's a Nike Hoop Summit. So Nike headquarters are in Beaverton, Oregon, which is right outside of, of Portland. And it's the best world prospects and the best U.S. prospects. And I've been lucky enough to to get a press pass this week, so I've been able to go to practice. So tonight is the big practice because it's back-to-back world and USA. And so all the and NBA scouts are permitted into this, to this session. So you have all the NBA scouts, a ton of media. It's a great networking thing. And then tomorrow is the game at the Motor Center. So it's the world team against the, the U.S. team, and I believe it's on ESPN tomorrow. You might want to double-check that. But it's all the top prospects. So you have all four of the Duke recruiting class that's going to be there. 
Uh, RJ Barrett didn't practice in the game I went to, but he did shoot around, did some interviews. There's some really interesting guys in this class, and I'm really looking forward to watching Zion Williamson play tonight because that guy has an NBA body right now, so I'm excited to see what he can do tonight. I'm very happy for you, man. I hope you have some business cards on you. I, I definitely do. So. <laughs> very nice. Uh, let's wrap it up here. I, I definitely want to ask you about CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard first. Uh, of course, Drew Holiday has been playing first team defense. If he doesn't make that team, it's going to be a crime, but obviously he can't guard both of these guys. And in switch opportunities, he's going to be put out on guys like Evan Turner and Al Farouk Aminu, and he's going to have to fight to find his way back to CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. Uh, and all, obviously, Etwan Moore and Rajon Rondo are going to get the other assignments in those switching opportunities. Uh, Rondo's played a bit better recently, but he still doesn't have the foot speed to keep up with somebody as explosive as Damian Lillard. He might fare a little bit better against CJ McCollum, who didn't play particularly well against the Pelicans the last time they faced him, shot just three of 19. Do you expect him to bounce back on this performance? I I was just talking about this to to kind of my little brain trust that I talk about before the playoffs. And it came down to me is this is CJ's series to win for the Blazers because I think Holiday is going is perfectly equipped to guard Lillard. And I think McCollum, if he has Rondo on him, he's going to have to run off those screens with purpose at all times and hit those shots off curls. And if those shots start dropping early, I, I like Portland's chances in those games. And that's that's he's a guy I'm really watching. Another guy I'm really watching is Evan Turner because the same thing is if Rondo ends up on him, Turner has to be able to take him into the post and, and hit some of those shots, which he likes to do with smaller defenders. But Rondo is a veteran guy, and, it, and those veteran guys seem to do better with, with, guard, with bully ball from guards. So it'll be interesting to watch from those two guys for me. Very cool stuff. I'm hoping that Rondo is going to be paired up against Evan Turner and we're just going to make Evan Turner beat us and post him up. And hopefully Nicola Meritich and Anthony Davis can get over there and give help defense if he takes advantage of Rondo early. But I know that you guys are going to try your best to, to, to make Rondo beat you in the backcourt, so to speak. I've got to run, Stephen. Thank you so much for your time. This was really wonderful stuff. And I look forward to talking to you again on Sunday. If you want to do this game in, game out, we'll just uh, recap and preview each one. How's that sound? That sounds great to me. I'll be there. All right. Uh, do you want to tell our listeners anything else about what they can find of your work on BlazersEdge.com? Um, I'll be doing recaps uh, for at least a couple games. I'm going to be trying to go to games, so I don't know if I'll be doing this weekend, but I will definitely be more involved on Twitter on on the days when they are in New Orleans. So and again, uh, that might be something to watch. And again, you guys can follow him at Steve D Hoops. Thank you so much for your time, Steve. My name is Preston Ellis. Make sure you guys go over to iTunes, subscribe, and rate us today. And we'll be back tomorrow, possibly with David McKay, Ali Cosell. Uh, those guys are two friends back from their time at Las Vegas Summer Leagues. Maybe uh, a quick chat with Fletcher Mackle. And there could be some other uh, high pro profile mystery guests in advance of uh, Saturday's matchup with Portland in Portland. For now, thank you guys for listening. Let's go, pals. You have been listening to The Bird Calls. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, do us one more favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, and rate our podcast today. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to take a spirit animal quiz online. Please be the cheetah. Please be the cheetah. And learn your animal isn't the cheetah, but the far less appealing blobfish. Oh, come on. To add insult to injury, 
you could have used those 15 blobfish minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. GEICO presents oh, yet another voicemail from your roommate. Hi. So, about the kitchen. Turns out when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who would have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here, and it's totally cool. Can we call back when you get a chance? The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.